What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be talking about Heracles and his 12 labors. This will be part one of a three-part series, because 12 is a lot. A little bit of background, Heracles was a Greek hero, more commonly known by his Roman name, Hercules. Heracles' name means glory to Hera, which is a huge slap in the face to Hera, because he's not actually her son. He's yet another result of Zeus's infidelity, and she hated all of his little bastard children. So Hera, being a vindictive bitch, taking out on the son instead of the cheating father, made Heracles go all crazy and kill his wife Megara and six kids. Really isn't fair to him, since half the characters in Greek mythology are products of Zeus's affairs, like the guy just refused to keep it in his pants. From now on, even though I'm using the Greek names of the gods, I'm going to be referring to Greek Heracles as the Roman Hercules, because the name is just everywhere in our pop culture, regardless of accuracy. That Disney movie is too ingrained in my brain to continuously call him anything else, I guess I have the wonderful soundtrack to thank. It's literally killing me saying Heracles. So Hercules is sent to work for King Eurystheus by the Oracle Delphi as penance for killing his wife and children. Originally only given 10 labors, but the king was like, no, you cheated, here's two more. So in the most commonly accepted order, here they are. Number one, slay the Nemean lion. Lion was said to reside in a cave outside of Nemea and kidnap young girls and slay warriors that went to go rescue them. This is pretty terrifying because it shows that the lion was at least somewhat intelligent as it was actively using bait to lure humans to its lair. Hercules wandered the area and eventually came to a small town where he met a boy. The boy told him that if Hercules managed to slay the lion within 30 days, the town would sacrifice a lion to Zeus, but if he couldn't, then the boy would sacrifice himself. Even Hercules was like thoroughly creeped out by this kid ready to sacrifice himself. He's like, first off, calm down. Secondly, go away. Eventually, Hercules managed to find the lion and he shoots a bunch of arrows at it. The lion's hide is impenetrable. Arrows just uselessly bounce off. Hercules and the lion fight it out to a stalemate. The lion retreats to its cave. Hercules follows it and sees that the cave has two entrances. He blocks one off with a giant boulder and then he enters through the other opening. In close quarters, he's able to hit the lion with his club and then strangle it to death. Admittedly, pretty wisely getting around the whole impenetrable skin thing. Then, like an idiot, he apparently forgot about the impenetrable skin because he tried removing it with a knife. Didn't work, so he's like, oh, it's definitely not the skin that's the problem. You know, the same skin that my arrows bounced off of. No, my knife's just not sharp enough. So he actually spends time sharpening the knife and then still doesn't cut it, cut, and at which point he just tries using the rock that he used to sharpen his knife with. Eventually, Athena comes down and is like, please, please stop. Stop before you hurt yourself. Use the lion's claws. They'll cut through. There you go, simple man. He managed to get the pelt and make himself a handy-dandy impenetrable cape. He returns King Eurystheus, carrying the now skinless corpse, which rightfully scared the shit out of the king. He was so scared that he forbid Hercules from ever entering the city again, and he would just give the rest of, rest of the missions to him by courier. He had a big bronze jar constructed so that he could hide in it if Hercules ever decided to just stroll into the kingdom again. Maybe it was at this point that he realized he was dealing with the literal son of Zeus, and it wasn't a great idea to be a total dick to him. Number two, slay the Lernian Hydra. Hydra was a terrifying creature raised by Hera herself just to slay Hercules. She really hated him that much. It resided in the Lake Lerna and had several heads. Hercules sought it out with his nephew Aeolus. He fired flaming arrows into the lake in order to waken the beast. Not sure why it mattered. The arrows were on fire as he was just shooting them into the water. You know, by the time they reached the Hydra, the fire would have gone out. It's pretty common sense. Horrible creature emerges and Hercules proceeds to cut off its head. But whenever you cut off one head, two grow back in its place. Hero's like, oh fuck, what now? I can't strangle nine heads at once. His nephew comes up with the idea that if you use a firebrand to sear the wound shut, not allowing any, hu 
heads to spawn after being severed. So the two get to work, and Hera is pissed that her specially bred monster is being defeated, so she sends a crab to try and distract Hercules. Now, the story says it's a giant crab, but it also says that Hercules crushed it under his foot. So I like to imagine she just sent a normal crab to annoy him enough that, like, maybe the Hydra would win. It didn't. They get to the last head, and it was immortal for some stupid reason, so Hercules just buries it under a rock. He dips his arrows in the poisonous blood, and then just strolls away, his task being complete. Hera's all like, what the hell, man? I made that just to kill him. She takes her pet and immortalizes her failure by locking it in the dark blue vault in the sky, making it the constellation Hydra. That's like taking a rejection letter and framing it on your fridge. Why would you do that? She also turns a little crab into a constellation. Also, the king that is decided that this one doesn't count because Hercules got help from his nephew. Number three, capture the golden hind of Artemis. That's not Artemis' sweet ass, it's her golden deer. At this point, Eurystheus and Hera are coming to the conclusion that Hercules' specialty is in slaying monsters, so maybe they should take a different approach. They give him the third task of capturing the, Cerne the Cernean hind, which is told to be so fast it can outrun an arrow. An average arrow can travel around 300 feet per second or 200 miles an hour to put into perspective how fast this animal is. Hercules chased this thing for a full year, following it all over Greece. Finally manages to catch it while it was sleeping and binds, binds it up and carries it away. While making his way back to the king to prove he had completed the task, he met Artemis and her brother Apollo. Artemis is not big on people hunting her deer. There's plenty of stories of her punishing people for doing exactly that. But since they're technically siblings and Hercules explained that he would just bring it back, she let him keep the deer for now. Upon arrival to the kingdom, he was told the deer was to be added to the king's menagerie. Which Herc was like, shit, that's not good. Artemis is going to be pissed. So he tells them that only on the condition that the king go out there and meet him himself. So the king, probably after pissing himself, finally musters up enough courage to go meet with Hercules again. I wonder if he had his servant bring out the bronze pot for him to hide in, just in case. Hercules is like, here you go, and he lets go of the deer, which the king was obviously too slow to catch on his own. It runs away, and Hercules tells him that it still counts because it's not his fault the king is so slow. Then I imagine he just did the suck it motion over and over again. Number four. Capture the Arithmanthian boar. The bulk of the stories surrounding the fourth labor have really very little to do with Hercules actually catching the boar, and more to do with him murdering a bunch of centaur. On his way to the boar, Herc stops and finds his old friend Pholus, and sits with him for dinner. He convinces him to open his new wine, a gift from Dionysus, to all the centaurs on the mountain. Centaurs smell it at once, and it's opened, and come swarming in like moths to a flame. They get all get belligerently drunk and decide to attack Hercules for some reason. He then fires a bunch of Hydra blood-covered arrows and just straight-up murders a ton of them. This dude is super strong. Maybe he could have thrown a few punches, like knock some centaurs out. I feel like it didn't have to immediately escalate to poison arrows. Centaurs flee back to Chiron, and Pholus is a little miffed about the whole situation. He picks up an arrow, but drops it on his foot and poisons himself. I'd say he's probably the only centaur that died that actually kind of deserved it. Hercules had visited Chiron to get advice on how to catch the boar, as if he wasn't already the best monster hunter around. Chiron tells him to corner it in thick snow so that it couldn't run so fast. Probably advice he could have used on this year-long hunt to the hind. So Hercules catches the boar and brings it back to the king, who is currently hiding in his safety pot begging Hercules to bring the boar anywhere else as he's terrified of both of them. Eurystheus is a big pansy. That's it for this episode. I have eight more labors to go. I'll post them in the future. If you like the episode, subscribe for more, tell a friend, and follow me on Instagram. That's at Awesome Myths and Monsters.